Casual Sports. I am your host, Joe. With me on the other line, as per usual, is the Fen Man, and we are bummed out. Uh, no way around it. We are rooting for the Spurs and the Capitals tonight, and we had mild devastation and complete and utter devastation mm. with a little bit of anger in the hockey game. And it's not a little bit of anger. I uh, I don't know what. I don't want Latang to die Mm-mm. or suffer a really grievous amount of pain. But, yes. like, I want his car to get booted, and maybe he, like, dislocates a toe. Yes. Maybe more than one toe. Maybe he Maybe loses. all of the toes. Yes. Yes. Let the hate flow through you. I mean, TJ Oshie, the American hero. Yes. And you're just going to fucking slash him like that? It was a just... two-handed tomahawk slash to the arm. He should get suspended. He should. That's what I thought. I was wait. I was watching the after-game show just to see if they'd talk about it, and nothing. He should so. get suspended. That's like throwing a punch in the NBA. It's an automatic game. I don't want to say it's worse. You're taking a stick and almost trying to kill somebody with it. Yeah, exactly. So. But like the NBA, it's a written policy. Like that's that's what I meant. Like it's it's just yeah. NBA. It just happens. Like it's a default thing. It's just an automatic. It's not discrepancy. It's just a thing. And the NHL has had these things happen before. A la Donald Bershear. YouTube it, folks. It's a frightening incident where. McSorley smashes Bersier's eye socket in half. It's, oh, um, shit. I remember that. I just didn't know the name of the guy involved. Yeah. yeah that was disgusting. Yeah. So just picture Latang slash a little higher up on the body. And, you know, people would add a little different reaction. But. Well, and it was since- so targeted. I mean, the announcers mentioned, like, he knows the gap between the glove and the elbow pad. He went right yeah. for it. There's no padding there on that side of the arm, so... No, I thought I... <laughs> yeah, you and me were both the same at the time. We assumed... It, I just assumed it was broken. Yeah, he left I assumed he had a fracture. Completely. Yeah. Walked right into the tunnel, took himself right off the ice, and just walked back there. That is yeah. not the behavior of a guy who's like, it's just a bruise. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> just I gonna go to put some cold water on it, boys. I need some Mintos. I'll be right back. <laughs> Not a Tylenol, bro. It's psychological. Just a couple of Mentos. Fruit kind. Fruit kind. <laughs> Are Mentos yeah. good? I like Mentos. I can... I just... That's a candy I waffle on all the time. I just... The fruit Mento, the Butterfinger, I'm always back... I'm always back and forth on the Butterfinger. Whoa, whoa, it's, whoa. Are you saying... You just like... You were about to get on like a, a trolley to... Storytown, and you got on to like a, a, a jet train to Butterfinger Land. Dude, I have serious Butterfinger opinions. No candy relies more on being absolutely fresh, which shouldn't be the case for a chocolate bar. But you got to get that soft all the way through. And if you do, it's just, it's just getting in your teeth. It's just, oh, it's just cutting right in there. Yeah. It's, it's not worth the gamble. It's like a scratcher lottery where the payoff is dental work like that's the best it can go it's amazing that it's been around this long i don't know who do you know anybody that likes butterfingers they're like that's their go-to i like eating mini butterfingers once a year i like the uh the butterfinger bbs back when it was bart and homer yeah they don't do they make them anymore i don't know which is weird because like those bites came back like came around like the york bites stuff like that yeah 
Like how think- how's Butterfinger gonna pull that when that's their corner? Yeah. Doesn't doesn't yeah. make any sense. I don't know. I it's don't right know. up it's right up there with milk duds for uh check if all your teeth are still there once you're done. <laughs> milk duds are such yeah. a horrible choice. Like the chocolate's gone instantaneously and now your teeth are bound together. And if you pull yeah, them apart, you're gonna lose one on one side that's or the, the other. First worst day candy why why are you why are you buying butterfingers bro like don't do that butterfingers and milk duds are just a horrible decision they're just a horrible decision yeah or milk duds it's just yeah. bad but the problem with the butterfinger though is it's chocolate and peanut butter and yeah you got a lot just, of other options for that just get a Reese or a yeah. different oh, that sticks or like the nut there's so many different kinds of Reese's. or you so many chocolate M&M. peanut butter options m&m's peanut butter Peanut M and M's as well. Yeah. I um, that's my movie theater candy. Peanut M and M's. Oh. Yeah, and if I'm going nuts, I get the small popcorn with that, and I mix them together. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, Folks, that's that's wild, child. Deep into the Joe. That's uh, that's either one end of like the happy sad spectrum. Like it's either I'm in a really good mood or uh, the tears are coming and I need to fight them back. I need to I need to punch back because the sadness is there and it's real. Where do you sit on second day old movie theater popcorn? <laughs> Where do I sit on that? I sit with the side of reasonable human beings, and no. Do you go? Do you go with it? Yeah, I eat it. With the, if you put the the butter on there. I usually don't get butter on my movie theater popcorn. You go dry. You raw dog the butter. I raw dog it, or I get one of the uh, seasonings. Uh, and pour it on there. Yeah. Just dab salt. It. So like trying to get all my salt for the day. I have a real struggle for that. It's hard to get it. Sea salt. Or when I was in uh, Canada, they have ketchup. And you got to mix it a lot or else you get one big bite of like the whole ketchup bottle. That is disgusting. I know. I you know. Put, like they just like, like just like Heinz ketchup just in the popcorn. No, no, no. It's, it's like a, it's a topping, you know, like. Oh, like a, it's like the cheddar powder kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ketchup powder. Don't they do ketchup yeah, chips there too? They have ketchup chips, yeah, yeah. I'm happy none of their teams made the playoffs now because that's nonsense. Well, that's that's a shot across the bow. Okay, I know you're a Senators fan and everything, and you're a sympathizer, but uh, that's revolting. And I can get on board that's other it. aspects. I like a tea culture. I enjoy a London fog. Okay. He do he does. Shouts to Tim Hortons. Yes. Uh, as Alaskans, we're well aware. We as are. As well as like, like Northern Michigan and like Northern New York, like they're also Minnesota. aware on the Tim Hortons Minnesota. bandwagon. Minnesota, yeah, yeah. yeah Your Northern yeah. hockey communities. Yeah. Traveling yeah. across we the border could. to play and everything, they're aware of Tim Hortons. We might have it bookmarked in one of our computers uh, folders of life dreams to franchise a certain Tim oh. Hortons. It's gonna clean up. It's gonna clean it would up. Clean. Yeah. yeah. When I was I when know. I was when I was twenty, me and a friend were in Vancouver for Thanksgiving because we couldn't afford to go back and visit family. And we had turkey sandwiches at Tim Hortons at like ten thirty at night. Be for honest, Thanksgiving you didn't dinner. want to go back to see the family. I mean oh. you're just putting me on blast, like on the record <laughs> like that. Um No, no, actually uh there would be a rotation of whose house it would be at. And if it was yeah, at my family's decision. house, that's key. Yeah. I want to go back for that. 
because right. some of the other people we would rotate in for Thanksgiving had some nonsense opinions on stuffing, you know, adding like apples or raisins and some nonsense like that. And oh, oh, what was their opinion on stuffing? They would add nonsense. They would add like raisins and no, like walnuts and apples and stuff. And it's just like, no, no, no. And so I don't remember whose house it was at that year, but if it was a nonsense stuffing house, then yeah, I'm not exactly clamoring to go back. Hmm. So it's like, let's go to Vancouver and, um, let's say dabble in some of the things British Columbia is known for. And then go get some turkey sandwiches and broccoli cheddar soup and some donut holes and have the full Tim Hortons experience. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you Did something. You have... It's kind of a depressing description when you hear yeah. it. It was a fantastic. Right. Day. It was a fantastic Thanksgiving. Did you have the five dollars in your pocket that it cost to cover both of your meals? Uh it's that cheap. It it well I think it was like ten twelve bucks like just for the record. Uh-huh. But oh, it was I'm a sorry. sandwich. It was a sandwich soup and donuts. I mean it was a hell of a deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's like $5 more than Subway, but it's five times better. So it was a worthwhile endeavor. Big shout, big shout out to Tim. Oh, you know what? I apologize to Canada. I'm sorry, Canada. I was upset about the ketchup thing. And I spoke too soon. I spoke too soon. You have some You have some quality decisions. You have epic French cuisine, apparently, in Montreal. And I got upset. I got upset and I was wrong. And I've been, uh, I've been wrong a lot recently, sports-wise too. I, um, I need to just apologize to Clay Thompson because, like, I've been wrong with draft picks and stuff. You know, rookies coming in in the draft class, like thinking who was going to be good, who was going to be bad, like that kind of thing. I was wrong on Clay Thompson for a really long time. Just, I felt his defense was overrated. I still think he dribbles with his head down, but he's got a post-up game. He can dribble into his own three-point shot. If somebody comes out on him fast, he can pump and drive. He's legit, like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, he's not one of those guys that lies about his height. And he's just been bodied up on Dame Lillard. And, yeah, just so wrong. Just so wrong. He's so not underrated or overrated at all. He's so good. Everybody has a flaw, and dribbling with your head down isn't that bad, especially when you have epic passers like Steph Curry and Draymond Green to compensate and Igudala. Um speaking of uh things that we need to get off our chest of being wrong. Okay. Uh I'm just gonna say it right now. I was wrong on uh not wanting to give the MVP to Steph Curry, you know. I thought uh JJ Reddick had it this year. He really he really improved. He really showed up. Um you know he's kind of the people's MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the he's the he's the people's champion. He yes. doesn't have like the official belt. Um, yes. Actually, I I was really like shout out to the NBA writers this year for not having somebody some douchebag go homer. Mm-hmm. Um. He was so the unanimous MVP, and yeah. the first time it actually happened. And I feel yeah. like if you're the first person to ever make 300 threes and the first person to ever make 400 threes on a, 70, on a 73 win basketball team, it really yes. shouldn't be negotiable. And, and also, oh, what happened last night? I don't believe we've. Oh my God. No, we haven't talked about it. That was incredible. That was just, it was absolutely insane. 17 points in overtime. 
the Raptors and the Heat went to overtime and scored 15 combined. He beat three teams last night in OT. It's just, it was, it's just insane. I mean, it's the record for points in overtime. He hadn't played in like two weeks, a little yeah. over two weeks. The only team he played was fled like a just a terrible Rockets team that didn't want to be there. Uh it was, it was, it's just it was it's right up there with um, when LeBron scored like twenty nine out of thirty of Cleveland's last points to beat the Pistons in, I think, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, it was, because that was the year they got swept by the Spurs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like watching it. It was like, this is mad. It's got an offensive rebound put back at one point. It's 6'3", and as skinny as he is in an overtime, that's just so embarrassing for the Portland big men. Turns out Steph Curry is kind of good. He's... <laughs> he's just insane. I saw him. I saw him play Milwaukee this year. I went up there from Chicago to because uh, I couldn't afford to see him see the Bulls because Chicago and they run up. They run up the cost. And just to watch him warm up, just to watch him play. Even on an, so you had an off night. That was the first game they lost that year. And he still like goes to the paint, and it just looks like every person on Milwaukee is like six, seven or higher, and mm-hmm. his shot just gets swatted back. And he just he floats this. Thing off the top of the backboard over and over again and it just falls it's just a teardrop that just goes in and when you pair that with 30 foot range it's just okay well and the handle to get there it's just all right this is just happening this is insane yeah, he's he's uh i'm just gonna go out on a limb probably gonna win a few more mvps distinct possibility distinct possibility do you think he's the hardest person to stop from scoring that's been under six six in the history of the game. Like Jerry yeah. West kind of calls out uh, Allen Iverson, but Allen Iverson wasn't very efficient. Um, I mean, you got Steve. Russell Westbrook and like Kyrie Irving to get points. Steve Nash got buckets, but yeah. I just, I just don't know how, how you could Steph even stop Curry. him. Yeah. Steph Curry is top of the heap. He's got that yeah. unique, he jumps right into his shot so he can make his own shot anywhere. It's, it, it's so quick. He can shoot in so many different styles. I mean, he's the best yeah. shooter in the history of the NBA already, and it's not close. And, and he's been I think just by having years. that, yeah, I just think by having the greatest shooter of all time, he's probably, that makes him the most unstoppable under 6'6 player of all time. Yeah. I mean, you have like, it's just like boxing. It's like at his weight, you know, he's the pound for pound best fighter of all time kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. There's no yeah. there's no debate. Like he yeah. literally set the record this year for threes, then broke it again. And then he came back in his first game back after being injured in the playoffs a and set another record. So I think I think we come to said, Durant in game four. Yeah. Um The Shark Kawhi Leonard is the best defensive player. Um in the league, his perimeter defensive numbers are insane to the point where if he keeps it up for like three more years, he's really realistically top three, if not the greatest perimeter defender of all time, especially when you think about how much of the game is played on the perimeter now. Yeah, if it's he's right. Really he's right up there with like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's a really interesting time to have these two amazing young talents with yeah. Leonard and Curry in the league at the same time. Durant, Durant is the seven foot tall freak who lists oh, himself at six ten for some weird reason. Although he, he had an interview the other day where he said uh, 
he tells the league he's 6'10", and women he's 7 feet. And I just love that he comes out and says that. Yeah, that's awesome. But he was... Leonard couldn't stop him because he's just he's just a little too short. Durant always has that two inch window to get his shot off, and it's either going to go in or he's going to miss. But it's just based on him. Yeah, he's and it was just so clear in that moment that it's just how has has this franchise found a way to not make more championship rounds with a player that good. They're in the West. Yeah, but I mean, he's an he's an MVP. He's one of the three best players in the league every year for the last five years. I'm not asking him to to win the title. I'm just asking him to make it more. I know. I don't understand <laughs> it. I mean, I would just put it on the Western Conferences is dominant. No, nah, like, I'm putting it on the bullshit franchise. I'm putting it on the bullshit franchise. They won't pay the luxury tax, and every I, team that's ever won the championship in the luxury tax era has paid the yeah. luxury tax. Like I mean, everyone's I, like, oh, the Spurs are a small market. They pay the luxury tax. Exactly. So, I mean, say they bring in a few more players, but you still got to get through the Spurs. Or just Golden keep James State. Harden. Or just keep James Harden. Pay the luxury tax one year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can get back in that. We can get back in that. Uh, he guarded LeBron the one year they were in the finals. Not Durant. Not Westbrook, whose defense is overrated. He jumps out on too many passing lanes. Steals are not a barometer of quality of defense. Harden guarded yeah. LeBron because he's out strong, keeps his body low. And he's smart with his feet, and he's coming off the bench not with the highest offensive usage rate in the NBA. He was actually a third banana, and he was so overqualified for that. And the fact that you had all three of those guys, and you just you just wouldn't pay the luxury tax is inexcusable. And I don't understand how that fan base isn't just rioting. That's just it's the craziest thing ever that you well, have those three assets. I fear the fan base is a bit a bit of a. Uh, bandwagon fan base, but like think about like if Durant or if uh, Draymond Green and Clay Thompson were both free agents. No, uh, yeah, I the get Warriors it. I are going to pay the luxury yeah. tax to keep their core three together. Like, what what does that send to your fan base? It's well, it says that uh, the price of oil has gone way down. Uh-huh. Well, the price of oil has gone way that's down. How, that's I mean, how they made their money. But it's also they can't play the small market team because they left a small market or a big market, big market. to yeah. go to a small market. Like they chose, yeah. they elected to be a small market team and then yeah. won't spend the money. That's ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I think it sends to the fans and to other players like Duran and Westbrook. Like, yeah. You don't want to win. You're not fully it. in. You know, this is yeah. all we're doing. Like, we're going to sit here and claim that we want championships, but we have the money to bring in one more guy, and we won't do it. And then when they actually do pay people, they pay for, like, Enos Cantor, who's, don't get me wrong, he's been great in the playoffs and everything, and they did get Steven Adams in the Harden trade, but, I mean, that's not, let's let's be honest, I mean, that's not even close to still fair. It's not even remote. I like Steven Adams. It's I not like, like when the, yeah, but it's not like when the when the Grizzlies got Marc Gasol for Paul Gasol. No, like, no, it's no, not, no, It's no, not no, close. No. Um, I mean, they did pick up Derek Fisher that one year, so that's huge. Big shouts. Big shouts to D Fish. Um, except <laughs> so not, so not. Just epically yeah. so not. Yeah, um, he's 45 years old. No, I mean, it's just, it's insane that they haven't been able to find a, a third wing this whole time. They've either had guys that can shoot, Anthony Morrow, uh, Kevin Martin for a little while, or mm-hmm. Cabo Cephalosha, and those mm-hmm. kind of lockdown D guys. They somehow can't find one person even close to a two-way player or an elite or a more competent defending elite shooter. I mean, they need a JJ Reddick kind of guy. 
who is yeah, a complete liability true. on defense because he can hold down yeah. his spot. He knows where to be. That's like Steph Curry. Like Steph Curry isn't an amazing defender, but he's got a really high basketball IQ and he knows where to be on defense. Yeah, like exactly. he's not like Damian Lillard's defensive liability. Uh, James Harden is a defensive liability. Like Steph Curry, you can hide him on the third guy and be all right. He won't ruin your day. He won't gamble on steals. He'll he'll hang out and just kind of do yeah. his thing. And that's just that's just the kind of guy they need. I mean, not I mean everybody needs Steph Curry, but they need the shoot yeah. threes, not a complete and utter disaster so, on defense. Because they'll put out they they never put out four or five guys at a time that can score. It's only three guys. Yeah. And if you I don't mean, have to guard as, two different guys, you're playing three on five and you're just not gonna yeah, win. As far as like Oklahoma City, with their uh you know, ownership and everything, not being able to stomach paying the luxury tax to keep James Harden a few years ago and not being able to bring in another player such as that you speak of here. Do you think this will eventually push Durant and Westbrook away? And where do you see each of them going if this does push them First away? of all, uh, Bill Simmons recently made a really good point. That Durant went so all out in Game 4 instead of that LeBron checkout just before he went to Miami when Boston beat him. That yeah. it, has, it seems like he's going to stay. Okay. Just, just that... Just that much commitment. I mean, he might just want to win really bad this year, and he's just super. He's just really focused, and he's not going to let it get in the way. Um, if they leave, I kind of don't feel like they're going to go to the same place. I think they're going to split up, and I think Westbrook goes back to Los Angeles. I think he's makes a, West a lot Co- of sense. I think he's a West Coast guy. Yeah, he went so, to UCLA. Yeah, he went to UCLA. He's from Los Angeles. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that goes east. And he's also not the kind of guy that's like, oh, I got to get to the easier, like the easier conference. Like it's not, that's not a thing. Like that man has no fear of any other team to a fault. And the Lakers just seem like, of course, that would happen because the Clippers don't need a point guard, the Blazers don't need a point guard, and the Kings are a joke. And also, they right. think they have a point guard, so the Lakers just. They just make sense. They at that point they probably trade D'Angelo Russell for another established player, um, and okay, like whatever. That's not going to be a great team, but that's the kind of thing the Lakers like to do. Just you know, collect those high profile chips. They'll be interesting. They'll yeah. be interesting. Durant, on the other hand, um, he's got so many weird options. I mean, if Chris Bosh can't play anymore, which is just just a real tragedy. Um, great, great guy. One of the smartest players in the league, off the court and on the court. Is he but, a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't know. Probably in the NBA. Yeah, they have a, they have a lower bar for the Hall of Fame. I don't know if it was baseball standards if he'd make it. If he played a few more years like he'd been playing, he probably definitely would. Baseball wise, but he'll still he'll yeah. I mean, Sean Marion's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Chris Bosh is gonna make the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. Um, Just checking. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, but if he's gone, Miami goes from a pretty good amount of cap room to a lot of cap room. And they get free agents. They just do. So you can't rule Miami out. Um, he's still friends with James Harden. And Dwight Howard is going to go. And most of that team can go. Uh, is either under contract or not under contract or really tradable, and they don't have a coach yet, so Durant could have input on the coach, and he could play with his buddy James Harden, 
Um, Boston has a really strong pitch in the room. Danny Ainge has always been a supporter of him through college. He's on the record. He would have taken Durant over Odin. He's one of the only GMs that was public about that. So these other guys can claim that they were, but Ainge was open before the draft that if the Celtics got the number one pick, they were taking Durant. Um, and they've got Brad Stevens. And Brad Stevens has yeah. a real positive reputation around the league. So that's three. Um, he's not going to New York. Um, people in D.C. So, would think that he's going to go home. but Yeah, he's not, yeah, not going to go home. Jalen Rose, you know, all these guys talk about how you get four tickets to the game, two or four tickets to the game. And when you go in your hometown, you're trying to manage so many yeah. different things. Yeah. Like LeBron is, went home, and now people think it's like, oh, guys want to go play in their hometown. And it's so many people from Atlanta actively avoid going to the Hawks. Dwight Howard, for example, it's not actually that common of thing unless it's like a, an iconic franchise in your hometown, like the Lakers. That's different. Yeah. It's not, you know, the Wizards or the Cavs. Like these are isolated scenarios. And so the Lakers have a strong pitch just on, hey, you want to be immortal? Win here. Win yeah. here. If you're elite here, you get a statue, you get your number retired, and you got a passionate fan base. Yeah. So to me, it's Miami. Boston, Houston, or the Lakers. What's your gut feeling? That's what's captivating about him. Is I don't have I have no fucking idea. I really well, don't. I think gut feeling he stays if that's an option. Obviously, you're. I'm guessing there's some Boston Celtic feeling. Well, I'm a Celtics there. fan, so I obviously like I will. Yes. I will text every single person in my phone. Do you believe in miracles? If he goes to Boston, all caps. Um, possibly all of the emojis too. But, you know, so you, just, <laughs> you just knew when a lot of guys are going to free agency, kind of where they're possibly going. Like, they might not go, but, like, like everyone knew Mello wanted to go to New York. Everyone knew that Chris Paul wanted to go to one of the three major markets that was competitive at the time was the Lakers or the Clippers. And right. Durant refuses to talk about it, shoots down every possible rumor. Yeah. No, he's he's such a mystery. Like Yeah, it's the most it's the most mysterious franchise hard in the playoffs right now, so Yeah. And nothing credible has really leaked. Exactly. Oh, and also the Warriors. The Warriors are a real possibility. Of course. Because they can they can have the cap room. The cap goes up dramatically and they have guys that are free agents that they don't need to re sign if they get Durant. Like, if they don't get Durant, uh, obviously they should keep Harrison Barnes. But if they get Durant, Harrison Barnes is gone. And, oh, no, Kevin Durant instead of Harrison Barnes. What a terrible problem. Right. I mean, I feel like Durant, biggest places that could bring him in is probably Houston, Boston, or Miami. Yeah. And yeah. now that I think about it, in this Chris Bosh um, vein of thinking that you were just bringing up a minute ago, that would be really interesting. But here's here's what you got to ask yourself for some of this is, yeah, I mean, he'd have an amazing pitch. That's a real possibility, and that would be a really interesting scenario. Him and Justice Winslow, that'd be fun. I love Justice Winslow. Um, the and thing with, up? like, the Warriors is you got to just think who's in the pitch. Like, Daryl Morey is a pretty good pitch, and he's mm. got James Harden to pitch. Like, that's a solid pitch. Right, Brad right. Stevens, Danny Ainge, the fact Very that they solid. have so many different tools around them and they could afford to bring in somebody else if he could talk somebody else into coming. Like right. that's, a, that's a real pitch. Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade is a real pitch. 
the Warriors are um, now. Yeah, Steve Kerr is a pitch, and I don't know how you could be a basketball player or fan or anything. And just just think about this: Would you want to play with Steph Curry? Of course, I would. But here's the thing: It would KD, never be his team. It would never be his team. That's exactly right. I saw where you're going there. I don't know if he'd want to do that. If he yeah, goes to South Beach, he lives in South Beach. That's yeah. Amazing. But if he goes to South Beach, it's Dwayne Wade's team until Dwayne Wade retires. How long does Dwayne Wade have left? I, I thought a year and a half in the regular season, and now in the playoffs, it seems like he can go forever. I mean, I talk mean, about I a guy like that it, can just float in through the season and then just turn it on. It's just I feel like he could win a title with D Wade and Whiteside and Winslow. LeBron won two, and it was never his team. Exactly, and it would be a nice transition for Durant to take over yeah, the team. Yeah, but it would need to be after Wade. Like, if he goes to Houston, but, there's not a lot of ties to James Harden there yet. It would be his team. If he goes to Boston, yeah. obviously it's his team. I like Isaiah Thomas a lot. I like Jay Crowder a yeah. lot, but it's it's Durant's team. I just think... Houston, I think uh, be, my, yeah, I who, who do you think it is? You think it's Miami? Yeah, I feel Miami. I mean, f- fucking Pat Riley, man. That's exactly right. He's the snake dealer, snake, uh, snake charmer. And he's, I mean, before Barack Obama, Chris Rock had the great joke of, I think, I think black people should vote for Coach Pat Riley because no one has taken more black people to the promised land than Coach Pat Riley. <laughs> and he has that pitch because Phil in New York just doesn't seem invested. No. And he's never no. been a GM. Pat Riley has just won Riley all the knows time. What he's doing. Yeah. And he's always convinced people to go it's just I mean, it's Pat Riley. You can't vote against him. You can't vote against him. No. It's South Beach. No. That's why I would never want to gamble on this Durant scenario. Is No. No. I don't want to bet against him leaving and I don't want to get bet against Pat Riley. Yeah. Like if I told you you had to bet all of your assets on him going to a destination, including the option of staying, where do you bet? I have no idea. I think I'd bet stay, but I'd feel really bad about it. I bet you'd still put five bucks on Boston. Well, I mean, <laughs> you just got to do it. If I was a Leicester City fan, I'd put five bucks down on Leicester City, and that just paid. There's a better I mean, chance of Durant going to Boston. I mean, the whale only beats the Rangers <laughs> so many times. Breakfast is come and go. But Hartford, the whale, they beat the Rangers what? Once? Twice in a lifetime? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it seems as though we've come to a conclusion on that we have no idea where Kevin Durant is. No idea. Go. Yeah. No. Yeah. No idea. Do you have any sense of who's going to win the puck? Speaking of just no idea. But uh, as far as puck... Yeah, who wins the cup? I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. I like the Sharks or the Blues until now they're both going to Game 7. What the hell? Uh, Yeah. The Sharks have a 2-0 lead against the Predators the other night, and we both kind of, I think, switched to the other game. I switched to the game. I never came back. I switched to basketball and never went back. They have this game sewed up. This is good. I never nope. felt Nashville from could score. Every time I've seen a Predators game this year. No. 
they just score greasy goals that are just like you yeah, know they, rebounds or hit off the defenseman's leg or something. They seem like a worse version of the Blues, where they just block a lot of shots, but the Blues can score better. They just have more weapons for the purpose Nashville of the playoffs. Does have, uh, Nashville does have a really good goalie, though. That's true. Ooh. But we just saw the Caps lose, and their goalie's probably going to win goalie of the year. Yeah, he's going to win the Vezna, absolutely. He crushed it. I and feel terrible. Yeah. And he played amazing tonight. Yeah. The pad save, the OT in the fourth quarter, or yeah. the fourth quarter, the third period. He was so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the final game-winning goal, you could just feel yeah. the, the, the pain as he just laid on the ice, like, what the hell else do I have to do? You it, know? And the, I mean, the puck kept hopping over Ovi's stick on multiple good looks. Yeah. <laughs> this just, one, this one's going to hurt a, drag. a lot. That's going to be real painful, real pain. Do you got a pick to win the to win the cup right now? If you had to bet all your assets. If I had to bet all my assets right now, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I'd probably put my assets on. Uh, the San Jose Sharks. I'd go on Dallas. Oh, you dog. I don't want it. I want St. Louis. Our boy Colton Pareko. Colton Pareko, UAF alum. Shout out. Last banana. He's from the motherland. Yeah. Fairbanks AK. And that's who I'm rooting for. Yeah. But But again, what happened? Also, both those game sixes were crazy. And every team I've rooted for at this point has been eliminated Blackhawks fan they're gone Caps they're gone Celtics and Hoops they're gone yeah and also I'd like to point out to get off my chest uh, I think in our first pod I had chosen the Islanders I was very confident that they'd win their series yes you were not so great (laughs) no and so I just assume this uh, perpetual sadness will continue shows no sign of stopping and that means it's Dallas versus Pittsburgh. Ugh, stop. And uh, I don't know if I watch. I don't know. This I mean, is I'm terrible. Gonna, I, I probably watch a little bit. I tune in, maybe mute it, and just leave it in the background. It's like putting the radio on kind of thing. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to root for yeah. Pittsburgh. That's the last case scenario. No, I mean, in that, that scenario, I'm fine with Dallas winning. As I said before. And if they get through the series, I mean, at some point Sagan comes back. And even if he's not 100%, I mean, he just plays in like the third line or something. Limited minutes, he's still Tyler Sagan. He's a beast. Yeah, with Jamie Benn. I mean, he's not going to be an all-star form right away. Of course, I say that. And we just talked about how Steph Curry just came back and lit it up. So it is a possibility. So who knows? It's just, it just, I don't know. I want want to pick whoever comes out of the West. And I have no idea who's going to come out of the West. It's just such a insane playoff right now. Like, no. oh, the Sharks got this. They're done. And well, then, and everybody's blown games. Like, nobody is a powerhouse right now. Like, a true it's, powerhouse. It's all pretty even right like, now. Tampa like, Tampa barely can... got through their first round. Pittsburgh but then they kinda... shit the bed on multiple games in that cap series. Yeah, but then, I mean, the only team that's really been rolling, really, as of late is Tampa. They, they rolled yeah, the actors. Yeah, that is true. Struggled in the first round a little bit, but they actually no, they didn't really struggle in the first round. No, that's the other thing that we completely forget about because they they moved on so quick. Yeah, 
I say struggle, but no, they just move past and they don't it. even have Steven Stamkos. No, that's what's nuts is they make the finals. Maybe Stamkos could come back. I don't know. I don't, can't remember the prognosis of his injury. And they have a few other guys injured too as well. So it's just like, wow. Oh my gosh. So And it's probably like just recency bias because Pittsburgh just won. But yeah, Tampa's probably the favorite in that. I mean, they should yeah. be. They don't have the star power that Pittsburgh has. So they easily, you know, could be being underestimated. Yeah, I think they they would be definitely underestimated. Yeah, I, I think I think, I think they won't be the favorite. I think they should be. Yeah, yeah, I believe so too. Because Pittsburgh stars aren't playing that well. There's just name recognition. No, Malkin's been okay. That, Crosby's been subpar. Yeah, Latang's been a douche as usual. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the most of the guys who've been carrying Pittsburgh right now are just like. More more third line guys. Matt Cullen, like a forty year old vet, who somehow is still able to you know crank himself around the rink. And then you have their their D men who've been scoring goals as well. And then their heralded rookie goalie who somehow has been carrying the team past the Caps. So they just outworked. They just out efforted the Caps in multiple games. Yeah, it's sad. It's just so sad. It was just sad. I mean, Ovi losing an OT on the bench. On the bench. It's just sad. That's not where you want your star player. Especially Ovi. Like, you want he him out manifest there. destiny for that one. Yeah, exactly. It's well, just... and he, he played so many minutes in the third period. It just felt like he was literally always out there. Part of that was just all the penalty minutes. Yeah. yeah and all they the face-offs so that happened there. Yeah, but it just felt like he was just on the ice forever. I think he played like it felt like he played like the last three minutes of the period. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure he did. And I mean, and it was just not working for him. He's just having such an off game, and it was just, it's just sad when you know. It reminds me of Chris Paul, who I've always rooted for. I've always liked yeah. Chris Paul, and Tracy McGrady is one of my favorite non-Celtics of all time, and they get these reputations like, oh, they don't win in the playoffs. Like they could never get it done. And it's just such an unfair amount of blame. You know, it's not McGrady's fault that Yao Ming and Grant Hill couldn't stay healthy. And he played teams like the Suns or the Lakers in the first round that went on to the Western Conference Finals or championships. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, with hockey, I don't know how you could even put it on one player just because so many different guys play. And there's not like a quarterback position. It's like the fall guy for an entire franchise. Well, yeah. that would that would probably be the goalie, but you can't put it on Holpe. No, he was a monster. Like that's the thing yeah. is you can't put it on the goalie, and so it just gets lumped onto this Ovechkin can't make the conference final. Which and sucks. It's not fair. It's just like it's not fair for Chris Paul. It's not Chris Paul's. I mean, it kind of is because Chris Paul should they should have won that Houston series last year. That was yeah. That was quite. That was quite the. Uh, the collapse. Um, but it's not, I mean, it's just not Obi's fault. And he's just going to get that rep of just can't get it done. And you can just see that in his face because he totally knew that's what happened. Just the yeah. pent up frustration of I'm, I'm so good. We've been so good. Our goalie was so good. I can't believe we've lost this game that we just had this epic comeback in. Yeah. I mean, it's, if that third goal felt like the monkey was off the back and then just the yeah, monkey just jumped like, right back on that back. 
it was just like, oh my gosh, they've come all the way back, down three nothing to the Penguins. This is happening. We can well, feel the Well, they showed the last time it happened, and it was that amazing collapse that Boston sees the day on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's just that kind of thing. It just, it felt like the Red Sox against the Yankees in a little bit of a way where it was like, oh my God, mm. they're just, they're just turning it around. They've, they've turned the corner. And then yeah. just like that, after they a great just, pad save, just this wide open putback. Yeah. They just slam the door shut and it's just like, oh my gosh, again, this, well, this is sudden hard death. Break. Yeah, it's sudden death. It's just over. Boom, over. Your season does not matter. You guys set a record in points. Doesn't matter. No, you and have... it's just so swift how it ends. Yeah. Ugh. 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 I don't I like know. the Thunder, and they haven't actually won that series yet. Right, they're up 3-2. I don't know what individual thing could happen in these NBA playoffs that are as, as just as much of a bummer as that's the way that Ovi lost. I think that's, mm. that's the peak depression so far for a fan base in 2016. It's although it's just, the Clippers yeah. losing Chris Paul and Blake Griffin in the same game, like two hours after Steph Curry got hurt and it's like, Oh my God, something finally broke the Clippers way. And then, oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Because you just let yourself do the math as a fan base. It's like, oh, my God, if we get through this Portland team, which it looks like we're going to totally sweep, we could play yeah. the Warriors three times without Steph Curry. Yeah. We win two and they, of those, they, they, and we're in the driver's seat. had a shot. And then yeah. Steph or, uh, Blake Griffin and, and Chris, Paul. Chris Paul. Same game. Go down. Just amazing. Yeah, those are the two fan bases that get to just be sad. Yeah. And and everyone should feel bad for them. Yeah, and they... More so yeah, the DC fans, uh, though, because LA's had other yeah. success. DC is just a sad place for sports. Yeah, the Wizards fell apart and didn't make the playoffs. The Redskins continue to be the Redskins. And the Nationals, although looking good now, they seem to collapse. And also, it's baseball, and I don't really care that much. We don't talk baseball until October. No. Although I like Bryce Harper talking about how baseball needs to dip these unwritten rules and allow celebrations. That gets me on his side pretty fast. Everybody, I just need to give a little shout-out. You need to Google uh, South Korean bat flipping when they have home runs. It's awesome. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Or just the <laughs> Dominican Republic. I mean, they celebrate so hard. And yeah. as a yeah. Blackhawks fan, let's like allow that. that legacy to to live on throughout these playoffs in 2016 sports. Uh, dangle snipe Selly hard. That's right. That's uh, right. You have any more candy thoughts? I just need to uh, give a, a shout out to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders who had the first overall pick. In the CFL draft, and they chose a O lineman from the University of Oklahoma. So, All right. hopefully, sure up the line there. And uh, Ottawa Senators' new coach Guy, Guy Boucher. Sorry Guy about Boucher. Bruce Brudeau, by the way. I know how much you were invested in that. I was very invested, but I'm I'm uh, I'm talking myself into it. it. Talking myself into it. The the Sens have 
essentially relocated two former NHL coaches from Swiss from the Swiss League. One of them, who is going to be one of our assistants, was coaching Austin Matthews. So that makes me feel a little better. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Well, feels appropriate to end on Canada. As Alaskans, we sympathize. We are also the North. Um, yes, we the North. All right. May 99 yeah. be with you. May 99 be with you. He shoots, he scores, amen. <laughs> <laughs>